welcome to the Book Hub Book Club podcast. This is a monthly podcast where three ladies meet up to discuss the book of the past month. I'm Sarah. I'm Keely. And I'm Gillian. And this month, the book was Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahurin. That's how it's said. But then again, she also has an American accent. She's like Shelby Mahurin. So maybe it's the Australianized version. Shelby Mahurin. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck's sake. Let's get on with the damn podcast. I'm really bad at my own accent. I remember in drama class, we had to do a bunch of different... Because like we were doing this like this, this like exercise about how... This is at university level, may I add. Um, we did this class, this, this one class where they, they were talking about how different accents will allow you to like project your voice better just because of the accent like in and of itself. Like it pushes your voice better. So like, you know, we were like, you did British accents and American accents, like all sorts of different accents. And the last accent they had us do was like real Aussie bogan accent. And I just could not do it. Like I, I just, bogan. I can't get bogan enough. It just, it doesn't sound right. Like I don't know how, but then one of my, my best friends got up there and just like, I'd never seen this from her. That It was like, she was channeling. This like Aussie bogan had passed on him. and has you know, it had like taken on her form and like she just like transformed into this ochre Aussie bloke and I was just like, oh my god, give her the Oscar! Like it was Who so crazy. Yeah, so I discovered uh, quite a fun fact about my friend that day, and I also yeah. discovered that I cannot really do a bogan accent. <laughs> it's very sad. Rich. For people who may be listening from overseas, a bogan is like an Australian hillbilly. Yeah. The best way I have found people describe it as. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the equivalent of that, but in Australia. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But anyway, yeah. this is a book podcast. <laughs> How dare you stop me from derailing podcasts, Keely? That's like half of my shtick. It's like three quarters of what I do in my life. <laughs> Look, all of our podcasts are like that, and it'd yes. be nice to have a little bit of formality in I one. think the people enjoy it, okay? <laughs> yes. Some people do. I'm sure there are people out there that don't. I feel like I just want to get to the book. We just want to discuss the book, obviously. But anyway, look, I'll do the intro then. Will that appease you? <laughs> yes, yes, it will. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Book Hub Book Club. This is a monthly podcast where three ladies meet up to discuss. Oh, this is not the intro. This is this is the intro that I've already read. Wow. The actual intro is. Hey, hey! Welcome to episode three of the Book Hub Book Club. <laughs> That's all. Cool. That's the full intro. I've already done that. It's oh. recorded. That's the intro. Hey. How oh. are you doing, everyone? How, how's it? Hello. Yeah. This is the structure. <laughs> this, the structure is that. The, the book the is introduced is at the beginning. Look, in my defense, we've only done two of these. That's now. true. We're still finding our feet. Well, um, I kind of figured we'd be more structured than our previous podcast that we have been on, Sarah. I thought we'd actually, like... <laughs> be professional about it? Yeah. <laughs> we'd, we'd, like, yeah. learn and, like, grown as people because that's not... Yeah. That was no, it's not, but... <laughs> I thought we'd be like, this is the podcast and this is what we're going to talk about. 
I think we will attempt. Oh, we will attempt. Yeah. And then it will just go downhill again. That Well, we could cut all of this out. Well, now we can't. That's the unspoken rule of podcasting, that if you say this needs to be cut out, it cannot be cut out. So now none of the, all of this is staying. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I said something like cunt, you'd cut that out. <laughs> Nash will just beep you. Yeah, it's, or it's I'll easier. Just... It's easier for Sarah to beep you than do the work and cut She's you out. She's got you there. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. That's basically the mentality yeah. I had with the company podcasts for like the true. last 40 or so episodes. It was just like, you know what? Can't be asked. <laughs> they can stay in there, whatever. If it was in like the first like few minutes, I'd maybe think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few percent chance I would go and remove it, but <laughs> otherwise I'm like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. whatever. I'm pretty no sure we've said like all sorts of heinous stuff already in the first two episodes. So yeah, look, that first one was very off the rails. I decided after that first one, let's let's turn it back a little bit, Keely. You wanted to reel it in a little bit. I did. I wanted to. I wanted to reel myself in. Oh, yes. I encourage you not to do that. Uh, yeah, that's true. You don't. <laughs> and I think we're just going to reel ourselves out again. Is that the word? <laughs> Cast ourselves Cast out? Us, yeah, that's My the future way. employee is going to hear this podcast and going to be like, you know what? No. No, it's fine. I might let we that one go. We don't want you anymore. No, that's fair. Fair. <laughs> Oh, uh, how how's it? How are you both doing? This is an this is an important. It gives us you know we check in and we see how everyone is. How's everyone going? How's how's it's? We're recording this at night time for a change, mm. which is different. I cut, I cut my thumb. Oh no! On uh, a can of tomato paste. I tried to. It was one of the uh, ones that you has, has the tab. Yeah, and the tab uh. came off and just like sliced my finger. And I don't have a. Um, can opener. So I just had to open a different can and put the bloody can back in the cupboard until I got a can opener to actually be able to open it. Because the whole tab just came off. It didn't actually open anything. I hate when that happens. Ah, okay. I get it now. So I was like, what do you mean you got blood everywhere and you couldn't use the can? (laughs) So I put it back in the fucking... No. Right. That is annoying. I also wore heels today and now I have four band-aids on my toes. Oh. From blisters. That'll do it. Fun times. You're going to have to start wearing the uh, shoes that I wear. From, yeah. Uh, from like. Join the, Jillian's. From like Priceline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me and my show. <laughs> you know, everyone wears sneakers and boots and shit, so I'm good. I'm going to wear shoes again. Heck oh, yeah. God. Damn it. You would have been oh, cursing yes. the whole day. Oh, yeah. I've been warning Snaken. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you guys? How about you, Gillian? Well, you, you, you've been packing because Gillian's going on a fancy holiday next month, aren't you, Gillian? Well, actually, next, well, next week. This week. What are you talking about? This week. Oh, this week. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm still, I keep forgetting it's Monday. Um, yes, that's right. Yes, I'm leaving Thursday. I'm off to weeks. Going on to, I'm going to, you know, enjoy the sun and the yes. water, the beach, the food. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, I've been packing like, oh my God, nonstop. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, you'll have to tell the people all about it on the next episode next month. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> Which, that reminds me, congratulations, girlies. We've already fucked up the schedule. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this episode's going to come out late because, you know, we all were busy and I have just come back from, I went to state for a wedding, so I had to go back for that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, yes, we have we lasted two months. <laughs> Well done. Two months, guys. Two months <laughs> before things got uh, pushed around. But it's fine. We're still going to – I'm going to try and put this out, like, tomorrow. So I think it'll still be in March. It's the sign of a successful podcast when it comes out late, you know? Yeah. Really the best podcasts put their episodes out later than they should be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, it's only going to be, like, one or two days late. So that's yeah. not too bad. I'm going to get it out real fast. So Yeah. And look, we yeah. had – we had Labor Day the other week. So. Yeah, Labor Day. It's all so your that, fault. That's, that's, that's up. Don't yeah. say yeah. that. The government will hear and take our public holiday away. Oh, no. true. That's true. They might. Those bastards. <laughs> Guess we will jump into the book for this month of March which was as I said in the intro that was meant to be this way Serpent and Dove by Shelby Lauren I hope I said your name right Shelby don't don't Jillian's one is the right way around your camera is the wrong way around for me oh mine is flipped yeah for me it's flipped mine is flipped yours is correct what's mine Yours, Yours is correct. Is correct. Me. Yeah. It's just me. I'm the only flipped Take toy. that, Sarah. I'm flippity. That's weird. Flippity doo I'll flip you for the, the real if we end up using it. Nah, that it's all right. We'll embrace, we'll embrace the flip. You know, it's fine. It's, it's, all, part of the, it's all part of the experience. Um, <laughs> anyway, the book. Yeah. yeah so the book. Yeah. Let, me, let me read a little the bit. Blurb? So the blurb, it's an interesting blurb because it's kind of got like. Not a blurb. Not really. It just says yeah, bound as weird. one. I I feel like <clears throat> this is the sort of thing we need Keely, your mate Scuff, to read because I feel that he would read this very well. Bound as one, a witch and a witch hunter, to love, thrust together in holy matrimony, honor. There was only one way such a story could end or burn a stake and a match. And then there's a large portion of the back dedicated to a quote from Sarah J. Maas. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that is what is on the back of the book. Um, and yes, so we all finished it. Yay. Yay. Um, and I guess, so yeah, so the first part of the potty discussion is always spoiler free. So we keep this beginning bit spoiler free and we start to shoot the spoilers later on. So I guess keeping your answers as spoiler-free as possible, what was your opinion, ladies, on the book that we read in March? It was fun. It wasn't the best book I've ever read, but I I, I enjoyed the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, Had a fun time. I did, although, as we've discovered so far, um, it's really not often that I don't enjoy a book. Um, Ooh. I feel like... I'm never going to say it was shit for anything. 
I think I'm the one who's always going to be like, I had a great time. And everyone's going to be like, I like Keely's part of the podcast. And then the author's going to be like, I hate Sarah's part of the podcast. <laughs> no, hey, I look. I feel like all it, my critique is very nuanced. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the ego gets bigger. <laughs> no, look, it was a nice, lighthearted, easy read. Mm. It was an easy read. Um, definitely young adult era, as era, genre, style, whatever. I don't know. Um, it was. Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. What did my notes say? It was. It was something. Um, it took a little bit for me to get into it. Mm, yeah, I get that. Given it was a romance, I guess. This could be a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler, really. Um, the romance didn't really start until, like, mm. midway through the book. Yeah. But also it was a, very much a slow burn, which mm-hmm. I do like a slow burn, and I like an enemies to lovers, which, you know, you can tell it's a, um, enemies to lovers because it's witch and witch hunter. Mm. But so it did have all the... It had full of everything I love, just like what Sarah J. Mass said. Um, it had all the elements to a book I'd enjoy and I have fun with, which I did. I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say if you're looking for a challenging, mind-bending, um, thought-provoking read, I wouldn't pick this up. But mm. if you're just looking for something fun, light-hearted, um, Even though it deals with, you know, burning women alive, but it's pretty yeah. lighthearted. <laughs> oh, look, it's it's a story that's been told. I mean, okay, look, I get there. There is definitely some darkness in it. They do delve into some dark sort of yeah. situations with the witches. Yeah. Mm. But you know what I mean. You don't. The audience doesn't. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> Some, hopefully someone knows. Someone what knows what I mean. It's someone. fine. <laughs> anyway, what did you guys think? I've blabbed enough. Julian? Me? Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> what I was going to say before, and I don't want to sound like a bitch, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I did a Sarah where, like, as we were just about to start the podcast, I had completely forgotten what the heck this book Same. was about. <laughs> Same. That, that's the other thing. It was forgettable. Yeah. It's forgettable. And the reason I say I did a Sarah is because at work, whenever we have projects and we launch them, then, like, we forget about them straight away after. It's completely gone from yeah. my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so, f- yeah, it was, like, an... A good book, an easy read, as in like it's easy to read once you get mm. into it. It was very hard for me in the beginning to get into it. Mm. Like it actually took me a few pages to figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand anything. <laughs> I was like, I can't picture anything. I don't know what this means. Who's what? And then mm. like you just had to get used to the different chapters being the, the different people. Um, At least they had like the names at the start. Yeah, but I, I swear, didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I swear there was a chapter that was started 
from Lou's perspective and, like, two paragraphs in was Reed's perspective. Yeah, yeah that's I swear awesome. to God yeah. it changed. That did happen. Be- which I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah. This says Reed at the top of the page. Mm. But that that doesn't sound like the way Reed thinks. It's like yeah. she forgot who she was writing for. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's I a debut novel. Mm. But mm. I actually just did see one of my notes, um, which kind of tells you how forgettable it was since I forgot that I wrote this. And the, the, the comment is literally, damn, the world they live in is fucked. Um, husbands can just abuse their wives and it's all chill because they own them. Which, that is, it, it is very um, old mentality setting um, yeah. with that kind of thing. And, yeah, I guess I completely forgot about it because they kind of just, it's like it's it's a thing they forget to touch on later. Mm-mm. Like they talk about it at the start and then. Yeah, then that's it. Yeah, you kind of forget that that's an aspect of the world mm. that's mm. clearly important. Yeah. Or it was made important at the beginning and then it's no longer important later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, look, yeah, I did like, um, in the end, like the the turn of events and certain things that happened that caught me off guard kind of thing, um, which was really cool to see because I was a bit of a slow kind of burn. I was like, okay, what's going to happen, you know? The plot was slow the pl- as well. Yeah, the plot mm. was really slow. So I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm just keep reading and keep chugging through this. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I did. I did like the ending. Um, I didn't mind it, um, but yeah, I wish there was a bit more romance. I wish there was a bit more yeah. of that. Um, a little bit more, like t- t- for their love to actually grow. I felt like that was yeah. quite rushed. Yeah, I felt that too. It's like I, I think the better word was for us was uh, slow paced. Yeah, um, but it was slow paced to a point. And similar to the last book, a lot of things happened right at the end, yeah. which that always happens, but I felt like too much was left for the end. It's almost like she got two-thirds of the way through and was like, nothing's happened. Mm. And I only plan to write 520 pages, so I better cram it all in the last section, um, which does I does seem to happen a lot. Um but, yeah, they definitely – it could have been – I felt like there was a lot of unnecessary storylines almost in the in the, in the the first half that could have been squashed a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary characters. Yeah. yeah. Unless, like – although this is one of three, I didn't feel like it needed to be one of three. I feel like it could have been resolved in the end. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there were definitely characters that I kind of just felt like were unneeded. But we'll get into that in the second mm. half. Mm. What did you think, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, so I think everything you both said is pretty pretty accurate. Uh, one of my first observations was 100% like Christ, the editor uh, editing this just kind of zoned out for half of their job, I think, because I just kind of felt like so much could have been cut. Like 
It was so unnecessarily long. It did not need to be as long as it was. I'm pretty sure it is about 120,000 words and it does not have to be 120,000 words. It's a debut. There is nowhere debut should be 120,000 words. It's just ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, so much, so many things could have been cut. Um, and my favorite type of, I guess, series novels are ones that do wrap up the story but leave things open. I just yeah. think those are the most fun because you still get a satisfying ending. Most of the plot threads get, you know, closed up and you still feel like like happy once you finished it. But yeah, there were a lot of things that a lot of threads that this book opened and left open. And I am like, well, obviously there's a second one, but I just feel like, you know, oh, so like I have to wait for another one to protect, read another 120 plus thousand words to find out. So like Jean-Luc was one of my examples of a character that had this open thread, which was his best friend, uh, reads mm. like BFF. There was a whole, there was like history there. There was all this jealousy. Mm. And I was like, this is cool. Let's explore this, this male friendship that's kind of gone wrong. And, and it didn't get explored. It really didn't. It was no. very surface level and then ended. And then we never actually got a, a, any sort of, resolution to that situation mm. and i'm assuming or i'm hoping that that was what would happen in the next one but it's kind of mm. like i would have almost preferred that that character just didn't exist mm. because like, yeah. i just i don't if you're not going to explore it now i don't care he's left the group now like he's not with the mm. chasseurs anymore so it's like i don't care anymore like I don't care there's so yeah. many characters there's so many people he didn't need to be there if you weren't if he wasn't going to be a super integral part of book one he just didn't need to be there at all yeah <laughs> so there was he a bunch of anyone. characters like that where I was just like you just didn't need to be here or like you're obviously here because maybe the author wants to do something with them later but I just think well then introduce them later like I don't need mm. them to be here now they're not serving the story I thought he was going to be this kind of antagonist like he was going to yeah. find out lose secret and blackmail her or something and like it started yeah. to but then it didn't really and then go it just anywhere disappear. it just doesn't come back and then there's, that's it yeah and there's also like context we're missing for I'm not going to say who it's with but Coco's sort of romantic interest interest oh, towards yes. the end yeah yeah like they're in an event and she's like i'm gonna go have a one at stand with this guy and then all of yeah. a sudden they're like attached at the hip yeah like, where like, is the context there? and then she doesn't even explain it yeah no there's to like a follow-up mm. yeah. or anyone like it's just like mm. well there's yeah, yeah he's things. cool with everything yeah like he knows all our secrets yeah. 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 She and was just, so yeah. angry about mm. Reed ever finding out and the risk yeah. of that, but this guy's just like. There was a lot of just dangling plot threads, which yeah. is funny because mm. that was what the magic was in the book. <laughs> At least for mm. the Dame Blanches, it was like Blanches, I'm sure. It was the threads in the, the sky threads. that they would grab and use. And it's like, yeah, well, the book did have a lot of that, both in the magic system and in the plot. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, even... Shelby, not your fault, hun. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but e even in the wrapping up um, of the end of it, it felt like the only thing that was sort of wrapped up was Lou and Reed's relationship. Yeah. Which I didn't feel like it was fully. Although it feels like the next book, from, from just reading this one and knowing there's another two, hmm. what I instantly would imagine would be yeah. that the next book is about Coco or is told from Coco, who's Lou's best friend, 
um, her perspective mm. and like about her and her romantic interest. But I don't think it is. I, I think I've think actually looked at either. the blurb yeah. and again, it's another like Lou and Reed, and Reed story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, my OBS just did something weird. Strange. All good. Um, and then the third one, again, looks like it's another Lou story, but I kind of imagine it would be, like, about Coco and then potentially another witch. And so it's sort of the scenario and the world mm. wrapping up separately but all being intertwined, but it's, it's not. And I think – I mean, I haven't read the other ones, so I don't know really, but mm. – I just didn't think we needed more. Louis yeah. Reed. I wanted, like, their story felt like it should have ended. You know. Yeah. Like I liked some aspects to the ending, and then I didn't also like you were saying. Mm. It's just like it just left certain things mm. open, and I wish things went another way right up to the end. But I did like yeah. what was happening. Yeah, I like the direction they're going in. Yeah, like the next steps for them that they like what the next setting is. I do. I find that one really interesting, and I would actually be interested in reading it. Am I going to go buy the books right now? No, no, yeah. Um, but I would be interested in reading it someday, mm. um, and seeing where it goes from there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like we we'll finished with them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, yeah. like, oh, um, my, like, so the best way, the best thing I can compare it to is, like, you know, Star Wars, right? New Hope establishes the bad of Darth Vader, right? Mm. But we don't defeat Darth Vader at the end of A New Hope. We just mm. defeat the Death Star. And it feels satisfying because the mm. Death Star was this, like, image of evil but of course more followed but you felt like the main threat of that was resolved because the Death Star was destroyed, we were all celebrating, everything was good, right? Mm. And more came, two more came afterwards so we didn't save the world but we still felt like the the plot of this was wrapped up. And I think Serpent and Dove didn't quite deliver it in that regard because Mm. the big plot of Serpent and Dove just doesn't get really resolved at the end. Mm. It's kind of like we almost did but we didn't. Yeah. See you next week. Like it just Either doesn't quite do plots it. Plots don't, and because there's kind of two plots. Yeah, and neither of them are really resolved. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. So you just left kind of like, oh. okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really is a two yeah. beat. It's a dot dot dot. It's not a full stop. And it's like as much as I get that it's part of a series. I think mm. it is still important for each individual book in that series to wrap up in a way that is satisfying. Uh, intriguing, so that makes you yeah. want to read the next one. But it doesn't end it on a dot dot dot. Yeah, you know, it yeah. needs to be a full stop. It needs to be like a what is what is the what is it they call it in America? A period. You need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't. <laughs> I just think that's such a a critical part of of a book. Because yeah. like, I felt like I was going to keep full. turning. Yeah, yes. I felt like I was. Uh, I felt like I was supposed to keep turning. Keep going, yeah. and then you're and like, I oh, I do really? remember feeling that n- the night that I finished it, I was like, oh. I went and added them to, like, my Amazon cart. Yeah. Um, like, I got to get these. And then I left it a couple of days and I was like, I don't I don't actually feel the need to get these right away. I wasn't that enthralled that I want to read them now. Mm. It's just that I didn't feel it had finished. Yes. Yeah. I didn't feel completely satisfied with the with mm. it. 
So mm. I felt like I, I was sort of chasing that satisfaction, but mm. not in a positive, I guess, not in a completely positive way. Mm. Not in the way you want to be. Mm. Whereas, yeah, for me, I liked it. And then right at the end, I was like, nah, I'm not reading the next book. It kind of put me off. Mm. Yeah, know. yeah, I it get put, that. It put me off to wanting to find out because I'm like, oh, you serious now? We're going to go through this all, mm. all over again. Yeah, mm. we went through all of this, all yeah. these words to just sort of fall flat. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess it's realistic, but as Keely said in the last episode, you don't come to a book necessarily for realism. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want yeah. that satisfying ending. And even if it's mm. not the grand ending of the whole series, it's you still need that that sort of resolution and it didn't you don't need to win the war you need to win the battle that's right there's no battle felt there was no finishing of any battle Mm. and there was battle was still going there were some great battles that occurred towards the 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 third half of the story but none of them resulted in any sort of satisfying ending that made you feel like okay cool like that's resolved i want to know what happens next though Mm-hmm. It just felt like, oh, yeah, where's the next chapter? The we did, yeah. did my copy miss a chapter? Like, what happened here? Mm. Yeah. Um, shall we dive into spoiler territory? I believe we can, yep, yeah. If, if I think that, that that's the spoiler Because yeah. I wanted to zone. touch on that. Spoiler zone, everyone. If you do Should want we? to listen, if you do want to read this book for yourself and not have a spoiler, please, we'll see you next month. Or we'll see you come back at the end. <laughs> Pause and then come back. Mm-hmm. Should we maybe do like a brief run through of what it was about? Because I feel like we, we're going to go into spoilers, but people will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I feel like we should put this at the beginning. Yeah. Um, maybe we can cut this and put it at the beginning. Yeah, if you it's want. Do, who wants to do it? It's your book. Okay, yeah. I can do it. Well, uh, okay, Seven and Dove is basically about two main characters, Lou and Reed. Lou is a witch who is currently in hiding and doesn't really use her magic anymore uh, for a reason that she doesn't really explain. And Reed is a witch hunter who is part of, who's part of an, like an elite group of people called Chasseurs, whose job it is is to hunt down uh, witches and burn them at the stake because obviously that's the most effective way to kill a witch. No, obviously, obviously, um, and that's kind of it. So through a, a sort of a, a a a comedy of errors, they end up having to be wedded so that that Reed can avoid a scandal and chaos ensues. Yeah, chaos ensues, and basically they obviously they they end up falling in love despite the fact that they're meant to be mortal enemies and. Yeah, it kind of that's sort of the, the basic plot of the story. So, and then <laughs> yeah, it's just about them navigating this relationship that they've been put into. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so we're in the spoiler zone. So, Keely, was there something you wanted to immediately start off with in spoiler territory? <laughs> um, I did just quickly on what you touched on. Then, mm-hmm. uh, I guess she doesn't actually explain why directly why she's not using magic. She does it's because her, it's not yeah. explained like. At the Early. beginning, like, you don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, what I, I did want to touch on immediately as we were discussing it right at the end of the spoiler-free section was the, the plots and threads and stuff that was going on um, and the whole war versus battle thing. Mm. We literally finish in the middle of the battle. Like, yeah. they're being sought after. It is right at the end of the fight. There's no, like, 
night sleep rest. They're like chilling, but they're also in the middle of where they're being hunted. Yeah. So one that doesn't, they're just like, we're going to go to sleep now. But it's like, but you're, they just walk past you. Yeah. Like, Mm. what, what are you talking about? And so, yeah, you've got these two big bads looking for you and they're just like, well, I guess we'll just chill. We'll just chill. And, like, that's not resolved. <laughs> I really yeah. don't feel like Lou and Reed were really resolved. So I think their love story is going to be up and down for the rest of the next mm-hmm. two books. For sure. Um, why were there no consequences? Why did yeah. Madame, La what her name is, LaBelle, why did she come back? Yeah, I was a Why was there no consequences? Yeah. Mm. I thought the whole thing was that Reed was going to have to discover his whole witchy powers himself yeah, and regret the relationship that mm. he didn't have that he pushed away immediately. I thought he was going to have to deal with that grief and it was going to be, like, this really interesting um, insight into grief and, like, exploration of it. But, no, he, he gets it back. He just got a cheeky controls it. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> that didn't yeah didn't have to deal Twice. with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> he brought back Lou and he brought back Madame Labelle, and it's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, sure, yeah. Which was a bit weird, but also like yeah, the context, no context for Coco and like the king's son. Yes, that now, is apparently chill with witches. I have a fun fun fact about this, and this might change. I don't know if you can remember the scenes with Prince Beauregard. But it's named after the author's son. And That's like weird. there's a few moments where like she's describing this character and I'm like, Are you sexualizing a novelized version of your son right now? What is happening? It was just really odd a few that moments. That happens in this Spider Man comic as well, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I The just, dude I inserts his daughter to date to date Spider Man. Yes, yeah, I don't know about that. It's weird. That's, That's weird one. to me. I don't mind naming, like, random characters in your book after your family members or friends. Like, it's fine. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know. It was odd. Um, Like the way uh, Stephanie Meyer wrote Jacob and her brother's name is Jacob. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I actually didn't know that. That's so weird. I discovered that recently. That's uncomfortable. No way. we'll, We'll ask the people if the people would want this. Would they want us to do a Twilight Readathon type thing because I've read the first yeah. one, but I haven't read the. Rest. I've read all of them. Yeah, yeah. no, I never. I read, read them all in high the school. I hated the first one. I think I didn't read the last one. It's fucking massive. Yeah, the last one's huge. It's unnecessary. Use that to well. boost your Wait, no. up. <laughs> to an yes. adequate level. Um, Honestly, have you no, seen how long it takes? The, the whole of the Twilight Saga. Oh, my God, like I saw that video months. too. Yes. It all happened the in heck? the space of, like, two years. <laughs> they meet, they get... And half of that time, he's not even with her. <laughs> yeah, she's just yeah. pressed. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the book we're talking that's about. That's not the book we're talking about. Like. <laughs> maybe I'll put a little poll up that you can add polls on Spotify. So maybe oh. I'll add a little poll, and any of our listeners, if you want us to read through the Twilight series and critique it uh, in future, we could totally do that. Um, I had some notes, actually, this time Ooh. for the first time. So I thought I'd save them for the spoiler section because some of them are a little spoilery. One of my first problems, and I don't know if either of you picked up on this, but I didn't really appreciate that pretty much the only 
named black character is called Coco. I thought that was ooh, a little bit of a problem. I didn't pick up on that until just then. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Like, what's her? What was her actual name again? Colette. Cosette. Cosette. Yeah, but like. Really? We couldn't, like, there's tons of French names. Like, French, there's a million and one French names you could pick. And why, why are you going to pick Coco for the one black character? <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> I just thought that was a little, like, oh, okay. It's going to be this kind of book. Coco's I was actually in- confused with a lot of their racial features for a lot of the book. Yeah, I didn't know I that Ansel I couldn't do was, no, nah, I couldn't picture a lot of them. I had to no. Google them. Mm-hmm. I had to look up fan art. Did not pick up that I, I do believe um, Lou is person of colour. I think she might be Indigenous, Kodanish. Really? I didn't know that either. She's she doesn't have she's not a white girl. I don't believe. I feel like she what? is in I um, she is. in pictures that I've seen. I thought the picture I looked at wasn't. Oh really? Yeah. Because the only one that she I know for sure is white is Reed. Yes. She's but, kind of like maybe like olive kind of skin. So yeah. Maybe. But, yeah, it's that kind of like, I guess, purposefully a little ambiguous maybe. Yeah. Um, but um, I didn't realise Ansel was um, of dark skin. Really? Okay, yeah, I didn't realise that either. The only person you know? I knew. Oh, I guess she is kind of whitish. How would you know? Wait, what do you mean? I mean, I'm looking at like fan art on the. He's kind. Well, again, he's kind of similar to Lou. Like he, he's kind of like a bit mixed looking, maybe. But yeah. it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, I didn't I just... even I didn't even realize that he had long curly hair. Yeah, I didn't either. I pictured him with short, kind of cropped hair. So that's again short curly hair. Maybe. Yeah, I thought short, like... This is what he looks like, Jillian. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I just know felt like... like And don't get me wrong, like, I really like Coco. I actually... She really grew she on me. She was actually one of my favourite characters in the end. Like, I thought she was actually really cool. And uh, I think she's, a you know, a really awesome character, but I just felt like, come on, why are we good? Because, like, there is this, like, trend of, like, you know, white authors in... in, in a lot of like YA calling their like their darker skin characters just colors that are that just mean dark like that yep. literally mean dark like I remember there was one there's one author I can't I might even be the one we might be reading next actually who has like two black characters of course they're both servants um and they ma- their names I, I can't remember both of them but I remember one of them is tawny which is another word for like dark and it's just yep. like you could also call her Jane <laughs> That's a good round name. <laughs> it's all Shacklebolt all just, over again. Yeah, it's Kingsley Shacklebolt and Cho Chang all over again. I just <laughs> just name name your characters just normal names. They don't need yeah. like I just don't understand. <laughs> so that and was one new thing words. Like one really great descriptor I love using, um, or I love seeing used is umber. Oh yeah, umber yeah, is yeah, a yeah. great descriptive word for like a darker skin tone. And like let's it's just like, stop. Let's stop naming. Uh, let's not. Let's stop describing characters of darker skin tones after food. That's weird. Yes, let's stop doing that. That is weird. Mm. Like uh, no. mocha skin is oh. kind of strange. I mean, we're all white, but also like it's just like it, it, it'd be like calling yeah, so describing describing all white. 
Yeah, we're all white women. Yeah. But it'd be like someone describing our skin tone as milk. Like, it's yeah. just weird. And like, it's Don't just do that. Weird. Yeah. Just find that. a different word. Oh, there are so many beautiful words to describe skin tones. Like, we don't have to, you know, it's just, anyway. Moving on, as there's not really an area I want, I, I am uh, We're not qualified really to touch so. on, but I yeah. just wanted to point that out because I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I also didn't like how sexualized uh, Ansel was. I felt like Ansel got really sexualized. He's a minor. Yeah, yeah like, I know like that 16. they're 18 and he's 17. So I had to Google how old she was. Yeah, so like, same. Reed is 20 yeah. and she's 18. Yeah, so it's like, look, when you're 18, sexualizing someone who's 17 doesn't feel that weird. But at the mm. end of the day, it's still technically, it's still weird. Like, that's yeah. not, oh, and yeah. like, the author is not 18. The author is an adult, so let's not sexualize the minor. Like, there was just some of the descriptive language around mm. Ansel that just felt really pervy. And I was like, oh, mm. my God, am I, as the reader, like, I feel like I'm pervy on this, like, high school child. Like, it just felt weird. I the way why. Th- there's a line when she's talking to Coco and, you know, like Ansel, like lit- lingers on her or whatever, like he's looking at her and he gets all shy or whatever and she's like, oh, you know, like Ansel has hot for you basically. And mm. she's like, oh, no, I'm too, like he's too innocent for me mm. or whatever. And it's like, oh, hang on a minute because I, the way I was reading it, they may have touched on the ages earlier, but I definitely did not pick it up. Um, To me... Reed was like 26. He like he that, comes yeah. across as yeah. a fully grown adult. Mm-hmm. And so does Lou. Yeah. She doesn't come across as an 18 year old. Yeah. Which, okay, yes, I do remember they did, you know, two years ago she met Coco. Again, they don't really discuss the time frame mm. much until the end. But she did not feel like an 18 year old. She didn't feel like. A, a 21 year old she felt more closer to 23 24 yeah um and so they're talking about they're not discussing their age and then they're talking about the 16 year old where i was like, like why are you even referencing him and coco like what are you talking about yeah and then i think that was when i went and googled and discovered that you know they're all 18 or whatever and i was like mm, oh yeah, closer in age. okay but then at the same time Imagine being an adult and being like, you're going to marry this 18-year-old. Otherwise, your life's over. Mm. Oh, yeah. What? Like, there and was also just the speed. push. It felt like from they were the, older. Yeah. Yes. Especially the way they talked about sex. Mm-hmm. Like, the way the Pope was referring. Also, the whole, like, not the Pope, the Archbishop. The whole, like, him being like, are you sure you don't want to fuck a woman? Are you sure you don't want to get married so you can bang that chick over there? Really? Really? You know? Come on. Come on. Because that's very much what it felt like at the beginning. Mm. They kept asking Reed if he wanted to get married to someone. Like, oh, no, he didn't know that the chick shut him down. But, like, I feel like that was irrelevant. Like, they just kept... Being like, are you sure mm. you don't want to get married? Are you sure you don't want to get married? Get, being married it means you can sleep with them. Mm. And the whole consummating the marriage thing and someone coming yeah. and check the bed sheets. I mean, yeah. that's a historically accurate that's thing. A, yeah. But I love that Lou just 
fucking just like just Cut goes yeah I'm just gonna strong. fucking open my entire vein like what is wrong with you no, no you don't need to do that much what are you it's talking extreme. about <laughs> yeah it was really weird I was like why would she do that is it just trying to illustrate that she's young and dumb I knew that already don't worry mm. <laughs> I figured that out pretty fast but was also what was also interesting about that fact is you know she she describes it as this big gash into her arm yeah. and then she lets a few drops. Like, sorry, how does a gash only <laughs> leave a few drops on the bed sheet? Like, no, yeah. that would be like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that would. I don't that understand. Was, that was a weird mm. one. I thought they were gonna check, like, like a doctor was gonna come and check. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, like thinking to myself, "You're like, what the hell?" <laughs> I'm like, "Why would you need the blood? So much blood." If they were yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. They're going to check you. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. They're going to bring the gyno in. Uh, yeah. Hop in the stirrup. Check your hymen. That's right. Even though that's not even correct. Um, but, yeah, the, the world is quite dark in aspects. It's quite light in other things. Like, yeah, it's this weird balance between – or not even a balance. It's just, like, this weird back and forth of um, – lightness sprinkled over the top of this really really grim world where men own wives and they can abuse them and rape them and do all these things and it's okay Mm, mm. because they're married and he owns her and they literally are referred to as owning her but the only people that have respect for women are witches and also women are evil, that's yeah. said many times throughout. And at the same time, these witches are so jaded that they're ripping people apart in the street mm. and, like, doing these really brutal, like, awful things mm. and, and making that dude skin poisonous and stuff. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Some of the descriptions of things are really full on. Mm. Like, we get it. You think women are evil. Mm. And but then, like, girl, you how's see... your internalized misogyny? Yeah, because you see, you see what they do and you're like, damn, some of them clearly are, you know? Yeah, some of them are just straight up awful. Yeah. And they talk about this whole, like, oh, you took over our land, but they never delve into that, really. No, they don't. Like, all we know is that they invaded, but how did they take over? Yeah. How I mean, did they take like, over exactly. the land? These witches are so powerful. Yeah. How, how did they ever yeah. overthrow them? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next point. Yes, Why is sorry. everyone so shit at their job? <laughs> She's literally, not one, but two witches are just chilling in the base of all the witch hunters, they frequently use magic, and not a single person <laughs> fucking finds them. Are you for real? Not one person was like, hmm, a lot more magic smells have been smelling lately. How odd. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's sniffing. nothing. Like, Also, like, how against Lou going up their read was. And then all of a sudden, one of the nurses is like, yeah, nah, she's my mate. Yeah, and then it's okay. Yeah. Like, how would she have gotten up there in the first place? How yeah. would she have, like. I that just. The whole I thing feel, was confusing. 
Yeah. And I just, I, I, how are they all so shit at their job? And as I mentioned earlier, that's why I was really disappointed in Jean-Luc because I thought that was going to be like something and that he was going to work it out and then he didn't work it out. Like yeah. he sort of did, but he didn't. And it was just like. Like he did, but he didn't do anything said. about it. Yeah. Because it wasn't really like Lou was working super hard to hide her magic. Like she used magic a bunch of times mm-hmm. and not a single, she was like, oh, I hope the smell goes away. And I was like, bro, you surround. You're like, it's effectively. You're effectively a rabbit surrounded by greyhounds. Like, why? Like, I just, I don't understand why everyone's so bad at their job. Like, all of them, and like, not one of them caught like any of these witches. The only witch they caught was because of Lou in the first place. These are the shittest witch hunters I have ever seen in my life. Like these witches out in the forest. You don't need to go and kill the royal family. These guys are shit. Don't even worry about it, all right? Just sneak in one night, steal their fucking magic swords, done. GG, easy. You don't even need to do this shit. Don't sacrifice, Lou. You don't need to. These people suck. (laughs) Like, straight up. Fire them all. They suck. The only ones who should be in fire are those guys, because holy shit. Also, like... Let's kill it. I, I can't remember what killing the royal family is supposed to do when it seems like the archbishop has the most power anyway. Yeah, the royal family aren't doing fuck all. Their son's up out there fucking a witch. Like, what the fuck are they yeah. doing? And joining te- like joining teams? But also, like, also, also, the prince is fucking a witch. All they have yeah. to do is get the prince married to the witch. The witch is the queen. Ta-da! Um, what are you yeah. doing? You've already got the answer. Why did you have it? <laughs> but then also we sort of discover really late that there's these different clans of witches. And, yes. like, but why? And, and you know, they, they joke about know. how. And they, yeah, they get joke along about either. how naive the chasseurs are. How they don't know that there's different tribes of witches. Yeah, yeah. But they like, don't know shit. Why don't they? Yeah, Why don't these blood witches care about the royal family? Why is it only the Dame Blanches? Are they the only ones who's had their land taken? But also, they seem to really love their little section, what land was taken. I just, yeah, like, it makes you think that, like, all these really interesting, like, the way I look at this book is that it has some fantastic world building. I absolutely mm. really loved the world. I was mm. really disappointed as I went along and I was reading it that there wasn't a map. Mm. Because I would have loved to have seen the layout of the area and the yep. greater area as well, like the, both the city and the greater area. The world building is really cool. There's some really mm. cool, interesting ideas. I love the Dame Blanches and the, the, the what's the other one? The Dame the Blood something. The, Dame the, Rouge. The, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's really interesting. Even the chasseur law with the with the with the nut of the swords and, and mm. all that. There's some really cool world building in here. But yep. for some reason, they the you know the author decided to spend 120 words babbling on about nothing when the real interesting things aren't even in the book. Yeah. and that's mm. the frustrating part for me. I don't want to like. I'm not going to read the rest of the series because I don't give two shits what happens to Lou and Reed after this. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't read, care about Lou and Reed. I would I read want more like of the spin- world. I would read yes. a spin-off yes. set around Coco or set around someone else entirely, mm-hmm. exploring like the, the the past history of the world or or a completely different thing that explores more about the law. Because I think the world building yep. and law is my favorite part of it and the part I enjoyed the most. And I felt like we got freaking breadcrumbs. Mm. Um, and I like, would that was continue it. 
Yeah, I would continue it again if it was through Coco's perspective. Continue the plot, continue the story that's going on, but I want to see how Coco's dealing with these things. I want to see how Coco and the Dame Rouges are dealing want, with it. Because that's where it's Coco. going. Because it's anyone going, else. they're going to the Dame Rouges. They're going let's to Coco's just, family. Let's and just shit. have a Coco spin off. But yeah, and Coco I just, I kind where... of want to see where. Yeah, I don't want to focus on Reed and Lou. I want to mm-hmm. see how they save Lou and the, the, the sons or whatever. The sons, mm. the, the children of the king yeah. and the king yeah. himself. Mm. I want to see that story resolved, but I don't care about the development of Lou the, and Reed the anymore. Are they done? Yeah. They're done, whatever. Yeah, like They've had their time. But now it's time to see someone else. And, yeah, if it delved more into the – because it feels like it's moving more into that mm. um, which law, which tribe, world sort Yeah, of and that stuff. was the very interesting part. Yeah, that very – that end bit where they did delve into the witches and the way everything works and how mm, – That um, was really interesting. And yeah. it was like a footnote, you know? it felt, at the end. Yeah, yeah the men are brought in just to have – just to impregnate the witches and then they bugger off, you know? Like, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found that really that. <laughs> interesting because we never mm. – you never really think about that, you know? You never think about, hang on a minute, how do, how do yeah. witches reproduce? Obviously, they have to have something mm. and they're not asexual. Uh, not asexual. What are they what – what is it? What's the thing? I can't remember what it's called, but the thing where they – You're telling the story. <laughs> whatever. The way they reproduce by themselves, like – and they do touch on that. Um, they make a joke about it. But, yeah, I found that really interesting. A lot of them find other female life partners and mm. just how the world and the how everyone, even Lou's closest friends, was so okay with her dying. Like, I want to I know more about that and their culture and why they're the way they are, why they're yeah, happy to sure. be like this. What history is yeah. so bad that they're so ready to murder innocents like that? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Mm. And, yeah, what what drove them to be like that? What drove the people oh. to be so anti-witch and the witches to be so anti-human? Why? I want to know. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, they could have delved into that a bit more, I feel. That would mm. have been a bit better. But, they, all right, they kind of explain why La, La Blanc, whatever her name is, is... is um. Wanting to murder her daughter, they can't explain that. But it just it was like so many years, like have gone by. Like get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she want to do it again? I can't even remember. So, um, what was it? Uh, it was like I it was a thread. It was a thread she found that basically, if she we, gave we up her the whole line, bloodline. if she gave up her line, then it would give up. Then it would end oh, his yes. line. Yeah. But what so was that, that going to do again? The archbishop's gonna... line, wasn't it? No, it was the king's line. Oh, so the it would king's kill line. the king, his son, and any other son that he had, which would basically send the royal family into chaos. Mm. And then the witches, witches would come in and take over at that stage. Yeah, because it would you know destabilize everything in theory. But it's kind of like, yeah, but you're right. Like something you said earlier, Kelly, the church is so powerful that the church would just come in. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, um, but also, like, yeah, I can't even remember why she was so angry. <laughs> uh, I had two more points on my on my list of yep. things. Uh, 
I it just wrote, language is odd. One minute we're in old-timey France, and next <laughs> a character says to, yes. and I quote, grab her tight ass. I just feel like those don't exist in the same world. Like, we live yeah. in a world where they're like, your wife is your property. But also in the next sentence, grab her tight ass. I just feel like they don't work together. There's some kind of, there's some mismatch here. I don't feel like those two things operate together. And the random French didn't feel good. Yeah, no, it did nothing for me. It actually took me out more than anything. I couldn't be bothered actually Googling what a a lot of the phrases meant. So I just didn't bother. I'll never know what they said. I don't give a fuck. I didn't, I'm not reading a book in French. This isn't even set in France. It's based no. on France, but it's not set in France. So why yeah. are they speaking French? And why do they not speak French half the time as well? <laughs> what language yeah, are they speaking? It... <laughs> it's like we're watching um, Firefly with no context. I just, That's yeah, why they're speaking was, French. The language was just odd. Oh, this is why I was saying, like, yeah. what, what was the... And this is why I don't think it's, like, I, I absolutely do not think this is actually Shelby's fault. Actually, to me, this is an issue with the editing. I feel like, as if I was editing this, I would go, personally, either set it in Paris, France in the 1800s and make it, like, some kind of historically accurate, like, historically inspired, or remove the French entirely. Because yeah. it's just, it just detached me every time. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, that's a thing they keep doing. It can be based on France, don't get me wrong, but it's not France, so don't speak French, straight up. Mm. Like, I just, yeah, I didn't, it didn't do it for me. And occasionally they spoke like they were in 2022. They did not speak yeah. like they were... Mm. You know, and sometimes they did, but sometimes they didn't. Yeah. And, like, I know I guess it was meant to be this juxtaposition between Lou's language and Reed's language, like, because Reed speaks very proper. But at the same time, I still don't think phrasing, like, tight ass is quite something that <laughs> is described. Because that was when they were describing, like, literally like a person. And I just mm. felt, like, that kind of language just, that doesn't actually fit in this time period. I think um, the kind of mix could have worked if um, Reed exclusively used the French or the chasseurs exclusively yeah, yeah. used the French You're and Lou right. and Coco didn't. didn't. Yes. And Bass so could right. do it, but everybody but the witches didn't or it was the mm. other way around and only the mm. witches mm. spoke in did. French. Yes. And it, it was sort of yeah. how, you know, how like the two cultures mix, the, how in Canada you've got the French and the, Cana- and the mm. English. Yeah. Well, she it's was that. speaking it more, wasn't she? I was just saying like random words and I'm like, oh no, is that like going to give her away that she's a witch? Because every time a witch would appear, she would speak French um, mm. or something and say something in French. And I was like, oh no, they're going to figure out that the women that are speaking French is going to mainly mean that they're a witch. Because I don't remember yeah. the archbishop or or Reed or anyone of them speaking anything. Yeah, it was all like the commoners, I guess, and baths and cocoa and stuff. Yeah. I've, um, I was picturing it more as if, like, they were in Italy. Like, I, I, like, yeah, I, I think liked... it was the archbishop thing. It felt yeah. like it was yeah. a weak mix if, of Italy and it French. It would make more sense that it would be, there would be Italian. I don't know. That's what I was thinking with the archbishop. Oh, no, no, they did the chasseurs and the they called everyone Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle, Mademoiselle yeah. And Madame. That was, used a lot. Yeah. That, was yeah. that was their Frenching. Yes. Mm. But that was it. The, like just a random little words. It was Lou yes. who would say it. Who would say like phrases. And- mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the, like even just an offhanded comment of like, oh, Lou, you can't use the language of the witches around others, or something like that, could have yeah. you know yeah. given it a reason to exist. But it just doesn't really have a reason to. It's just thrown in there as a reminder of yeah. like, this is based on France, huh? Did you did you notice? Huh? Yeah. huh? Like that's what it felt like. It just felt like a little thing to the audience, and I was like, yeah. no, give a shit. You're taking me out of it. It lost yeah. the French quirk as soon as they mm. went into tower. Yeah, that did. Because the, the rest of the town married. felt like mm. France. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like it, it worked. And yeah. then they got married and they went off into tower and it was gone. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. like the bulk of the book. So at that yeah. point, yeah. just get rid of it. Like, and the, just the language, everything. Just mm. Also, just what was the point of Bass? I forgot about him. You mentioned him like two times just then, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was that guy at the beginning." And then he just yeah. disappeared. He was just gone. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he was going to come back, but he didn't. Yeah, same. Doesn't I thought he had some use, but no, no, he had. And I can't see him having any use in the future. No, like he was just no. there to betray Lou. He might and come then back still. Yeah, I reckon he might be used as like a easy like death that doesn't matter. You know, like mm. one of those, like when they kill off a character, just like to be like, oh, look how the stakes are getting raised. But like, he's an easy character to kill because no one gives a shit about him. Yeah, you know? like she loved him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For like um, five minutes, but he was a douchebag anyway. Anyway, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I, oh, Jillian. Oh, I was just going to ask, did you still have one more point? I do, yes. Okay, I'll let you finish your point and then I have well, a bone to pick. The point is an excerpt I would like to read out. Oh, love it. Okay. Because this was the only time reading this that I, like, physically reacted. Um, and for anyone reading along at home, it is on page 487. So I don't know if this rings a bell to you ladies, but chaos erupted. The witches surged forward, but Ansel rose up to meet them, a lone figure against hundreds. To my dismay, Bo followed him, but he didn't brandish a weapon. Instead, he shucked off his coat and boots, searching the crowd wildly. When his eyes landed on the plump witch from the hall, he pointed and bellowed, oh my God, yeah. Big Teddy Liddy! Her eyes widened as he kicked off his pants and began singing at the top of his lungs. Big Teddy Liddy was not very pretty, but her bosom was big as a barn. The witches nearest him, Eleanor and Elena among them, stopped dead in their tracks. Bewilderment tempered their rage as Bo slipped his shirt over his head and continued singing. Her creamery knockers drove men off their rockers, but she was blind to their charm. What the fuck was that? What was yeah. that? Like, why Why did that oh happen? Oh, my God. Like, I don't then, know. Because, like, I read that and I pissed myself. I thought that was yeah. the most ridiculous. I had to reread it a few times because it just keeps going. It's like yeah. Morgane bared her teeth and whirled towards him, blood flowing freely on her shoulder. It was all the distraction I needed. So, like, like, why, why did how, that how is that a, a distraction? You're telling me that there are hundreds of bloodthirsty, pissed-off witches because you just ruined their second chance at getting their land back. All they want is getting their land back. You ruined it, but, oh, my God, we're going to have to stop because a man has taken off his clothes and started singing and we don't know what to do because we're women and we're stupid. <laughs> like, just, like, what a stupid thing. Like, what? Why? That like, just, just didn't. Oh, it, it was did a distraction. Also, what? <laughs> Ansel rose up to meet them, a lone figure upon, uh, against hundreds. Sure, sadness because we love Ansel. 
but to my dismay, you didn't fucking care about Bo. No one gave a yeah, shit about no. Bo. Yeah. Like. What? I just, that, that scene. No just, one cared about him. He was just annoying. And this is from Reed's perspective. And like, like, if you've not read it, this is in the middle of like a really intense battle. Like there's a battle happening. Like people are fighting for their fucking lives. Lou's like fucking wait, dying. Lou's dying. Someone's how did he like, know? and he just su- sings this song as a distraction. But it sounds like it's not really a distraction. Everyone just stops, and yeah, then once he's finished the singing, they fight again. So it wasn't really a distraction at all. They just no. kept fighting as soon as he finished. So what was the point of the distraction? It just <laughs> like it just. My, I just, I don't know. I reread it like four times. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was but so But that didn't make sense because how how is that any relevance <laughs> to him? Because she <laughs> sang that to Ansel. Yes. Ansel, like, not yes, him. That song was always associated with Lou the whole way through. Yeah. If it was meant to be some kind of like, oh, here it is. The song had a point. Nah. Like it, it, it felt like someone. Prince. Like why would you know that? <laughs> I don't and know. it's meant to be like, oh, because the priest, like he's not really he's the a prince. He's a, he's a rebel, and it's like, yeah, but, but. Nah, that was stupid. It was so dumb, and it really ruined this really intense moment yeah, that I otherwise did. would have liked. Yeah. But all I remember from that final fight is that fucking song instead of the actual conflict that was happening that the whole book was leading up to i completely ignored it i was like this is ridiculous i ignored Mm. that was probably the correct choice yeah i just because i was like i didn't want to go back to it and just like look at it for like 10 minutes and be like what the hell did i just read (laughs) yeah no it's just had just i don't understand it felt like she was given a bet to be like can you include can this you- stupid song that yeah. we sing <laughs> into I, I, our book oh my god that's ridiculous and you have to include it three times yes yeah. a minimum of like, three times yeah <laughs> big titty so, yeah. liddy has a lot of money that she wants in yeah some royalty you know, she wants her name now <laughs> titty liddy <laughs> We've not. I mean, I'd love to meet Big Titty. Lady. I want. I want a spin-off of Big Titty. Lady. Yeah, it's going to be. I want. Should Let's follow the, the adventures book. of Big Titty Liddy. You know. Yeah. That'd be what great. was your bone to pick, Jillian? Oh, so I don't know if you guys felt didn't understand the start. Maybe it was because I couldn't understand what was happening in the beginning. But it was a bit more, f- more further out than the beginning. Is when they went to that house to mm-hmm. find the ring. And it was her and the other dude. What was his name again? Bass. 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 I'm getting confused with Bass and Bo. Where the heck did Coco go? Why wasn't she with them? They went. Yeah, she got off on her own. Yeah, they went to the house and then. And like she distracted the dogs. Yeah, and and then then she disappeared. Just just buggered off. Yeah. Apparently, and she's like, oh, I was in the kitchen. I was like, why are you in the kitchen? Why and then she what, disappeared. Which yeah. I didn't understand because it kept happening. That was like the first time. And I was like, did this bitch go and tell the archbishop that they were here? Like I was like thinking that she was playing both sides at that time. Mm. I didn't understand. But then she did it again when, um, when was it? I think when they were in the tower 
and um, she went down to the jail and then all that stuff happened and she let go of Bass. Mm. And then Coco wasn't there again to help her. But then it happened again another time. When did it happen? When she got attacked? When Lou got attacked? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when Lou got kidnapped, when she told what's his name and then she got kidnapped oh, by yeah, her mum. Oh, yeah, yeah, Coco wasn't around. Where the fuck was Coco? And then I don't know if you remember, in the end, uh, and when, like, it was Coco, Reed, and Ansel trying to figure out what to do, she's like, I can't believe I wasn't there again for her. <laughs> You're like, yeah, me neither, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've I'm never like, been there. I mean, yeah. yeah, the fuck like, you been? Instead of going home or going to the tower where you knew, you know, your friend the witch was falling in love with a witch hunter and was getting dangerous and you told her to be careful, you went and had a one-night stand and then didn't go home at all? Yeah, so she didn't go home, did she? No. No. She never went back to the tower and it was like a whole two days afterwards or something Mm, when everything goes down. Like you can't just... Do that. Disappear. Like, like, and, yeah. like, oh, they're it. Like, mm. what? You know she's in danger. Why does it matter? But, yeah, that just yeah. just was weird. At the start, I was just like, where the fuck did, where, where yeah. did you go, bitch? Like, <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> that you, like, your, your headcanon of what was going to happen was way better than what happened. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, it's a conspiracy. And, she's, and in reality, in reality, they just forgot about it for a few scenes. You know what it I mean? Was like, almost like, like, it was around too. It was almost like that she needed to be in trouble and she knew Coco was kind of like OP. Yeah, Coco way. would have fixed everything. Like the two yeah. of them together are unbeatable yeah. because it's two fucking witches. Yeah. But on her own, Lou can be taken advantage mm. of or whatever. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, shit. I've got to keep getting her out of the picture. Yeah, she's got to be gone in some way. Yeah. So that yeah, but, can be but she could have fucking explained that a bit better. Like, but like yeah. she just but it's disappeared. Also like, that goes against Coco's character, though, because it's yeah, clear that, that Coco really cares about Lou yeah. and like, yeah. sisters. Like, there's so much, they basically so much to say that they're like sisters. Yeah. That so she didn't leave her when she knew she was going. Yeah. To be married off to a witch hunter. Mm. She's how she, her own How life did she find that out, for one? Yeah. Like, she I just knew. I think there's an offhanded thing of, like, oh, it's all around the news. Like, everyone knows. Yeah, but, like, she was like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to bugger off to my aunt. And then all of a sudden she's there with her. Mm. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> so she cares enough to not save herself. And she cares enough not- to risk her own life to do it. But then yeah. just buggers off at a moment's notice. And yeah. it's like, also, why didn't she go find Lou, like, straight away when she got the job with Wu Tower. Yeah, why did she wait for yeah. Lou to find a way to get up to her? That's what, yeah. And what, then she was able to go down and visit her. Mm. All, like, the all of a sudden it was that. fine yeah. for them to just go up. To like, do that. Yeah. The same, whole thing. Just the whole, yeah, that this, whole And situation. this is what I mean, like, this is what, like, editors are for and things like that. The mm. point these to point out, out the questions, just, yeah. Why did they not get pointed out? Like, I don't understand. Look, I can I'm see like, this totally being overlooked when you're writing it. Yes, you know, 100%. Just so you're thinking about so many yeah. things. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, but this is why you have like beta readers yeah. and yeah. other and editors and like multiple people reading your book. And this is the thing: mm. like when a book gets published, it doesn't just go through like one pair of eyes. Like 
it goes through dozens, like dozens of people read a book before it, it hits a shelf. Mm. So that things like this can be put, picked up. And I'm always at a loss when it doesn't get, like, are they just trying to be polite? Because like, it brings, like, as we've said, like the world building is fantastic. Like there's some great stuff in here. Yeah. But it's just brought back down by these little things of like, why was this not picked up? Why was this not pointed out? Yeah. It's like yep. such basic stuff that was yep. just overlooked. And it's like, did you have to rush this out or something? I don't understand. Like it could have been stronger than it was, if it weren't for those little these little things that just brought it down. Mm, yeah, hundred yep. percent. Like I could totally see this book, like the world and everything, as a TV series. Yeah, totally. Um, mm. If they obviously explain things better and put more into it, mm. um, I can see that being like something. But yeah. You can't, yeah. you, you, that's like going working backwards. Like usually the book is meant to be the one that, yeah, that has does all that, the, all that yeah, does all that mm. explanation, you you know, mm. visualising everything. And then yeah. the, the TV series doesn't show everything and people get upset at that. Yeah. Yeah, and normally yeah. having two perspectives as well, it's done to give you more context. That's right. Give you more yeah. information about things that are happening at the same time. Mm. But I never felt like read and lose chapters were happening at the same time yeah no, they no, weren't really. they like weren't. they weren't yeah there wasn't as much benefit to having both of them as they mm-hmm. could have been yeah yeah and i would have liked the same maybe like chapter from lou's perspective to repeat but in reed's perspective i would have liked yes. that yeah i do always enjoy that you know yeah. you, you're seeing like <sighs> sarah might get mad at me for doing this I, I read one of Sarah's uh, work in progress novels and she had that happen and I actually really enjoyed it. I was confused at first, but as soon as I realised that I'm now seeing the situation mm. from the other person's yeah. eyes, it was really interesting to find out how it all worked together and where it started and where it finished. And it, you know, it added context and intrigue and like, I don't know, it made it cooler. <laughs> and I think it would have been I, I think there's a lot of things yeah. that would have been more interesting. If it switched to you yeah, understand think, yeah. both yeah. perspectives. Like you, mm. you get a bit more in depth with where they're coming from, why they're saying certain things, mm. how they're feeling. I wanna yeah. see the rush of the chasseurs realising what's going on and rushing to the noble duke's house as Lou and Suffer currently actively ransacking it. You know, I want to see like bang, 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 everything that's going through the smell, all of that. Yeah, like, that's what I thought of, was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but mm. no, it happened. Like they didn't, they still didn't go mm. until the end. Mm. Like, come on. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think there was just a little bit of missed potential in this one for me. Yeah. I can see why it's popular. I think you know, it's a, it has a really cool, unique world. I, yep. you know, it has a a, a, a solid group of characters where I feel like anyone who picks it up could find a character that they like or that they find entertaining. It has romance in it. It has a sex scene in it. It's very quick, but it does. So that's, you know, I can see why people have have gravitated towards it and why it's been a successful trilogy. But I almost think, like, to me, the, the it just fell flat because and, and it almost was more disappointing than the previous two books that we've read for me. Because I think it could have been better. Like, I really yeah. think it could have been a lot stronger than it was. It could have been was. fantastic. Yeah. It needed a few more passes, and I think it really could have actually been a book that I would have gone and bought the rest of. But it's not yeah. going to be, because it fell flat for me. And from what I've read from the reviews online, this is the best of the three. 
Oh, okay. So it's kind of like, well, this one fell flat for me, so I'm not even going to really bother then. Because yeah. like, if this yep. is the best of the three, according to people who love the series, I'm not going to have a good time with the other two. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd read another one of her books, not a part yeah. of the series. Yeah, I think I'd read one of her books too. I- I'd give her a go and another go. Yeah. But is sure. this like an, uh, a newer book of hers? This is her debut. Yeah. So the first one. So I don't know if she's got if she's written more since. Okay. I know she's written better. I don't know if she's ever written anything outside of her out of the series yet. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, like I I definitely enjoyed the elements here, and I think that yeah I I could see her doing some really cool stuff in future. Yeah. Uh, And I would definitely read like a an offshoot of this series. Just Mm. yeah. Didn't yeah. quite land for me. I would have also liked them to explain how the her magic worked, because A bit yeah, because mm. I don't know if you've ever read the Discovery of Witches or watched the TV show. Mm. Um, they also have that kind of Ooh. magic of yeah. the, the strings like aligning threads, threads yeah. and that, and they explained that really well. Right, um, and I could visualize. Okay, this is yep. what's been yeah. shown. Yeah. The magic was very, it was just very vague in this. It was just, it was there when we needed it and it was mm. just sort of not there for most of it, to be honest. Yeah. For a book about witches, it wasn't really there for a yeah. lot of it. Oh, no. And the ring, like what fucking importance oh, did yeah, the, the ring, ring have Oh, the ring didn't really lead do? anywhere either. Yeah, no. that and was going to be something. It was so important in Act 1 and then I, yeah. fu- she, even Lou forgot she had it. She was like, oh, yeah, I should put the ring on. I was like, oh, yeah, the ring. The whole yeah. point we're here. The whole reason this whole thing started. You okay, Keely? It looks like you've seen some. Had a revelation over there. I thought she wrote. She was writing another book outside of this world. Okay. Do you want to hear the blurby bit bit for it on Dimix? So not- it's called it's called the Scarlet Veil. Okay. It's coming out in September. Mm-hmm. A new dark a new darkness is rising in Belterra, which. Unfortunately, as well, it's the same world. This thrilling, this dark and thrilling vampire romance set in the world of the New York Times bestselling Serpent and Dove series is perfect for fans of Fairy J. Mass. Six months have passed since Silil, Silly, Silly, which is the chick that broke up with Reed at the start of the novel. Oh, yes, yes. Took her sacred vows and joined the ranks of the Chasseurs as their first Huntswoman. Oh, okay. With her fiance, Jean Jean Luc. Yep. I just guessed Victor as captain. She is determined to help find her foothold in her new role to help protect Belterra, but whispers from her past still haunt her, and a new evil is rising, one that Soleil herself must vanquish unless she falls prey to darkness. Or to the darkness. I mean, look, in 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 a ranking of who I would want to spin off with. She's she on the bottom. She wouldn't yeah. even be in my top 50. And I don't even no. think there's 50 characters in this fucking book. No. I'd rather hear about, like, the fucking Baker. Like, that Baker guy, whatever. Yeah. 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 He you sounds mean, great. You know his story. Yeah. <laughs> he seems yeah, sweet. cinnamon buns. Where were they? Cinnamon the, the buns. Scroll cinnamon guy. scroll yeah, guy. Yeah, I want to hear his story. Yeah. What's the what's the blurby boy for the second book? Um, can we see the blurb? After narrowly escaping the death... At the hands of the Dames Blanches, Lou Reed, Coco, and Ansel are on the run from the coven, kingdom, and church, 
fugitives with nowhere to hide, to elude the scores of witches and throngs of yeah, throngs of chasseurs at their heels, Lou and Reed need allies, strong ones. But protection comes at a price, and the group is forced to embark on separate quests to build their forces. As Lou and Reed tries to close the widening rift between them, the dastardly Morgane baits them with a lethal game of cat and mouse and threatens to destroy something more than worth more than any coven. Okay. And then like, the third one is Gods and Monsters, which, like, okay, are we going to miss Coco? Is Coco leading? Fuck's sake. Well, aren't the they meant to go back to her? The character worth following. Yeah. Weren't they meant, then, aren't they meant to go back to her, her, her land? Yeah, which is the whole blood part of the title. And then so the third one is called Gods and Monsters. Evil always seeks a foothold. Uh, we must not give it one. After a heartbreaking loss, Lou, Reed, Bo, and Coco are bent on vengeance uh, oh, more than ever before. So I think Ansel dies. Ansel dies? I reckon Ansel dies because they only refer to Lou, Bo, and Coco. He's a baby. Oh, yeah. Why is Bo still in this? Right? Yeah, why is Bo? he back? Fuck Bo. <laughs> but this is no longer the Lou they thought they knew, no longer the Lou that captured the Chasseur's heart. A darkness has settled over her and it will take more. Uh, take more than love to drive it out. It's gonna take my dick. No. <laughs> Look, it sounds like that one would be more interesting. But I don't know, Broski. It's got um, six hundred and nine one star reviews. Ooh. Oh god. On Goodreads. Yeah, I'm pretty. Like I said, well, I'm pretty sure from what I can read of the fans of the series, it's pretty universally decided the first one is the best of the series. Yeah. I went into um, it with no expectations, yet I'm disappointed. Ooh. That's rough. Sarah J. Maas? Um, no. I don't know what you thought in this series. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, well, uh, I think I, for me, I'm probably giving Serpent and Dove 2.5 horny chasseurs out of 5. I just feel like there was really cool potential here, but it just didn't land for me. And I left it. I left it again, the second book in a row, feeling blue balls. So I just, I, yeah. my balls can't handle it. I need, I need relief, <laughs> and I just hope that the next book could provide some relief. Uh, all right, you guys. I think so. <laughs> How many chasseurs uh, do you give? I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. I'm oh. gonna go for the two and a half. Yeah. Um, I think the more I think about the book, the less I liked it. Yes, that's what I thought. Um, the more I, f- I find things, and yet, like, the longer I went after reading it, the more I was like, Yeah, it just makes me this sad. This wasn't that good. Because there was potential, yeah. and that's why it actually, that 0.5 is like that, for going from a 3 to a 2.5 is actually just it's the like, potential. This, it's so this long. part was fun. Yeah. Because um, this was, was the fun. romance. Yeah. You know, them discovering their love for each other. The start was also pretty fun. This was good, but didn't end well. And I just and feel like, like to be as long as it is and say have nothing that, for yeah. most have of that it be was it. annoying. And then deal with this next. But, like, deal with this mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, go that. into that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it needs to be its own thing. Who knows? What about you, Julian? How many I think I'm the is? same. Yeah. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahroon. I said it wrong <laughs> that time. Sorry, Shelby. Uh, not that you would have listened to this point. You would have heard us starting to say silly things and then probably listened away, which is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Jillian is our next book pickerer. 
And would you like to please announce the book for April? Yes. So the book for April is From Blood and Ash by Jennifer. Going back to our... Sorry, I interrupted Excuse you. Excuse me, there. let me finish. Yeah, do it again, <laughs> do it again from the start. It's Blood, no, from Blood and Ash, Jennifer L. Armentrout. Did I was I like waiting correct? to see how you would say it. I think that it's correct. Is that correct? Yeah, I think uh, so. Apologies, so, Jennifer. Going back to our roots this of is, the horny book. Yes. This is going, like, this I'm going to I'm gonna call it right now. This is going to be the worst book I've ever read in my life. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Okay. I, but, like, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a great time. Yeah, okay. I have heard so many interesting things about this author, um, and I am very curious to see what my first experience with her book is. If you do want to have a bit of a fun time between now and next month, uh, listeners and you both, have a bit of a read up on on Jennifer and and her her story. It's quite interesting. Um, well, I did yeah. see a quote that think, this one takes spice to the next level. Yeah. Yes, it does. There's a lot of spice in her books, but I not a lot. Of- <laughs> well, I didn't look that much into it to tell you the truth for same that as, book. The same as Court of the Vampire. The same as Court of the Vampire. The only one that I looked into was the other two that I suggested yeah. Yeah, um yeah. like the bit more and then keely and i were like no 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 bit go more like sex book. yeah more yeah <laughs> yeah so it really, was the first one you pitched it's not my like, fault well, we were like <laughs> done has to be it's not really <laughs> my fault it's shit <laughs> it's their fault no, we've already developed it de- de- you know, we've already divulged that julian is the horny one yeah that's uh, the, that's the, no, the i actually did not i was they had picked another one and then I saw this one and it had like like 100K view, uh, reviews, f- f- like 4.5. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so this must be good. And I didn't really look into it. I just shared it. <laughs> and then it's the, fine. like done. The I recognized it straight away and I was like, done. That one. We're reading that one. <laughs> well, our backup was that. Court of Crown and Thorns or whatever. Court of it's Thorns called. and Roses, Court of Thorns which and I would Roses, love to read one. one day. Yes, um, which it'll so be up there. Eventually. I did have that we'll one too. We'll do um, a yeah. one. See that one too, yeah. I found it for $12 debut and I was like, oh, do I buy this? Like, and pitch it for the next one for my yeah. book just so we can get it out of the way and it's like something that's popular. <laughs> yeah. But instead we're reading, I've already decided my next book and it's just one of the books that I bought and it has been on my shelf. I'm just using this as a way to get through the books I've That's bought. what I did with Serpent and Dove because otherwise yep. I never would have read it. So, um, But, yeah, so join us in late April for uh, the next episode of Book Hub Book Club. Um, please check us out. We're on social media. We have TikTok and, and Instagram. We promise we'll be using more of uh, in Sarah. future. Uh, Oi! I – how do you uh, – <laughs> Yeah, you got no, you got no excuse. I'm I the one who does all the posting, okay? God. Yeah, and I did all the editing for the TikToks, and you're just like, oh no, you you like you asked me about them and asked me about them, and I finally got them done. You did, you did get them done, and I appreciate that, and I will be sharing them shortly. Damn right. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah check us out on those if you'd like to see some more stuff between now and april but for now i guess i don't remember how we sign off on this it's just we just say goodbye i guess i think yeah so 
We'll see you in the next one. Oh, we read the blurb of the next book. Oh, yeah, we do. I don't think we oh, usually discuss this. it. I think we just read the blurb. Do you want me to go grab right. it? I have to don't go Oh, it. I was going to actually pitch, you know how you said we should get Scuff to read the blurb for this oh, one? Oh, maybe if you um, want to. <laughs> I took a photo. I'll give him a discount on an edit if he reads it and then I'll give him another yes. discount on another edit if he reads the next one. Done. And we'll just get him to read the title that would be a great idea for everything yeah. and just yeah. get him to so you may have heard and the they'll be like who's this random man of scuff anyway already. yeah who's a scuffer lugs on twitch on and twitch. youtube yeah anyway we should wrap this up because this episode's gone for an hour and a half whoopsie anyway. maybe there will be cuts thanks for listening and we'll Bye. see you next thanks, month guys. just thanks. like your period we may or may not be on time all right bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>